0: On today's episode, we're going to be talking about some end-of-year tax savings strategies for you, the small business owners, things that you can do between now and the end of the year to make sure that your taxes in 2023 are as low as they possibly can be. Now is the time to start thinking about these things because we are nearing the end of the year. It is coming in hot. So if this is you and you want to reduce your taxes, then listen up because I've got all the tips and tricks and information that you need to do that before we get into the new year. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself late at night searching for tax actions? How to track your business finances or quick tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to go this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grow grasp the financial basics, no who cool, when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. it feels a little bit silly to start talking about 2024 and end of year tax planning and things like that at this point but as of the time of this recording it is the middle of September and honestly I'm shocked that we're already here. It does not feel like it should already be almost October. It's still blazing hot in Houston which is where I'm at Houston, Texas but we're getting close to fall. The fall has already started. Kids are back to school, all the things. So I feel like between now and Christmas, it just goes super fast. Every year I feel like that. Part of it is too, we've got lots of birthdays between now and the end of the year. And then you throw in a couple of holidays and a couple of tax deadlines, things like that. And it's just crazy. But with that said, it really is the time to be kind of trying to figure out what you're going to do between now and the end of the year to make sure that you're in a good position from a tax perspective. So I wanted to talk through some strategies that you really need to be aware of to make sure that you are covered and control doing all the things that you can do to reduce your taxes. In full disclosure, some of the things that I'm going to talk about, I don't always talk about these things on the podcast. Typically, I'm talking about uh, strategies and specific deductions and things like that. So a little less about that. It is a lot more, it's more on the strategy side of things, I guess I should say is the best way to put it. These are things that are more traditional. So let's just go ahead and jump into it. So the first thing I would say is if you need a vehicle for your business or you have a vehicle that is kind of on its last leg, not doing that great, needs some repairs, and you're thinking about replacing it, then now's the time to do it. I don't always advocate for vehicle purchases, just in full disclosure, because what I feel like is that's kind of the only ace in the hole that most CPAs have is to tell their clients to buy a vehicle or equipment, which, spoiler alert, that's the second thing I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to get into that right now, but I feel like a lot of CPAs, that's their only go-to, is to tell you to buy stuff for the end of the year in It's never discussed on whether or not it's an actual good business decision. So I want to specifically talk about this because you don't go out and buy a vehicle just to buy a vehicle. If you're already thinking about doing it and it really is a need in your business, then sure, get after it. Do what you need to do. But I know some people who want to buy a new vehicle every year for the tax deduction. And that just seems a little silly to me because it's not a good overall financial, financially wise move, I guess I should say, for most people.
1: I want to interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that I am releasing a brand new course to help you reduce your taxes. It is the Tax Savings Institute. I am amped about it. You're going to be too as soon as you see what I'm releasing on October 1st. If you are interested in optimizing your taxes as a small business owner, you're definitely going to want to get on this waiting list to get the best pricing, some amazing bonuses, and best of all, to start taking control of your finances and your taxes and get those reduced. There is no time like the present as we are getting close to the end of the year. You definitely want to get a jump start on this before the end of the year and before we start 2024 because now is the time to reduce your taxes. So go to the link in the show notes, click that link, get on the waiting list. You're definitely going to want to get these amazing bonuses and prices that I'm going to be doing as we release October 1st because those prices are going to go up. So go to the link, get on the waiting list, and start taking control of your taxes and finances now
0: but if you have a real need in your business for a vehicle and you do deliveries or you've got maybe you're you've got a roofing company and you've got a team that's a crew rather I guess it's not a team I call my, my people a team <laughs> I guess if you're a roofer it would be a crew and they're driving all over the place putting on new roofs then yeah you need a vehicle and it needs to be reliable but not every business needs one. Um, I, I don't have a business vehicle because I work remote and it doesn't make any sense to me. I would not be over the 50% usage threshold that you really need to uh, for usage in order for that to make sense. So don't go buy one just to get one. But if it makes sense for your business, get after it and do it. Now, the second one, as I've already said, is buy equipment. So again, if your business needs specific equipment, in order to make additional money or to do the job more efficiently and from an operational perspective it makes sense, do it. Do it for the end of the year. Don't wait until January cuz then you don't get the benefit for a whole other year. That's just silly. But, you know, if if you can justify it from a return on investment perspective and I'm big on that. Again, don't buy just to buy, but if you can get a, a good return on that investment, then do it. I've got a client who is a plastic surgeon and she buys equipment because she's able to then offer new procedures and, you know, upsell clients and all the things like it, it makes sense from a business perspective. Often she'll ask me, does it make sense to do this? Well, my question is, is what's the return on, on your investment? What is it going to be able to do for your business? How much more money is it going to make? How quickly are you going to be able to pay off that machine from an additional revenue perspective, right? That's the return on the investment. So If you buy a piece of equipment for 100 grand, and it's going to take you five years to make $100,000 in revenue from that piece of equipment, that doesn't make sense. There's there's no point in that. Can you rent that equipment? That might make more sense. But if the equipment costs $100,000, and you're going to make that back in, say, six months, well, that's a no brainer. Because anything under a year for return on investment is a no brainer. And honestly, it can be I don't know, everyone's a little different that it can be a year and a half, two years when you're getting that paid off that quickly from additional revenue, then that makes sense in the business. So buy equipment if it makes sense and do so before the end of the year. A lot of times, you know, you're able to finance that equipment. So you're not having to impact cash flow, but you're getting the benefit on the tax from either Section 179 or bonus depreciation, both on this and a new vehicle. So it just it's it's very beneficial, by the way. I do want to say as well that you want to look at the various depreciation rules. In 2023, and I'm not going to get into it in detail in this particular episode, but in 2023, the bonus depreciation that was allowed went down from 100% to 80%. 2024, I believe it goes down to 60% and so on. It'll actually end up phasing out in just a few years. Bonus depreciation will go away. There are distinct differences between bonus depreciation and Section 179. There's pros and cons to both. So you'll want to look at that, have your CPA do some calculations for you to see what makes the most sense as well um, from that perspective. And uh, just be smart about it. So the third thing that you can do to reduce your taxes before the end of the year is to prepay next year's expenses. If you can, if you need new equipment and you know you're going to need it next year for a job, can you buy it in 2023 for insurance? A lot of times, insurance policies they'll give you a discount to prepay it, pay it up front, that sort of thing. Can you do that before the end of the year? Are there vendors that you can pay now versus later? And um, even things like total contributions, which are typically not deductible on the business, but they are you personally, um, unless you're a C corp. Even doing something like that where you're paying your charitable contributions now versus next year. Maybe you are expecting more money next year. There's just, you know, if you can pull things in and out, that's always a good thing. The other thing to be aware of too, is that if you write a check, which I know a lot of people don't write checks anymore. I get it. But if you do write a check, you're a big enough business where that makes sense. If you mail a check before the end of the year, you can go ahead and get the deduction this year versus next year. Next year. And um, even though it has, it's still in the mail, it hasn't cleared yet. So just a little FYI on that. The fourth thing that you can do to reduce your taxes before the end of the year is delay some income. You know, if you're expected to be, you know, in, in the same tax bracket next year versus this year, then you can delay some of your income until the beginning of, of the next year. Basically cut down on how much taxes you're going to have to pay for this year. So essentially you're deferring income. When you do that, in addition to accelerating some deductions like like I just mentioned on paying the expenses now versus later, then you can actually have a pretty good arbitrage there between income and expenses and adjust your income accordingly. It all ends up washing out eventually. Where this really makes a big difference when you're talking about either paying expenses now or pushing out income later is if you think that there's going to be a fairly decent difference between 23 and 2024. And it allows you to even out your taxes to where it, there's not a huge swing. It doesn't, you know, it's not really big in 2023 and really low in 2024 because the tax bracket changes. Let's say you're going to be in a 22% tax bracket in 2023, but you're going to be in the 2024, you're going to be in the 37% tax bracket because you're getting a big contract and you are really just trying to figure out how to lessen the blow. Well, in that situation, you're definitely going to want to try and pull in your income into 2023 and delay your expenses because of the fact that your int- your uh, tax rates are going up in 2024. So you have to look at the whole picture and go, well, what is this going to look like? Because in that scenario where your income is going to go up considerably in 2024, then you're going to be paying a lot more tax, which means if we can get more deductions next year and more income this year, it makes a whole lot more sense to do that. And vice versa, let's say your interest, your tax rate is a lot higher this year and it's going to be lower next year. In that situation, you want more deductions this year and more income next year. So think about it from the whole picture because all of those things matter and you really kind of just have to think about it logically to, to figure out what makes the most sense. And then lastly, what I'll say, the other thing that you can do to arm yourself with the ability to reduce your taxes before the end of the year is to either jump on a call with me and go through an actual discovery process to see what can be done to reduce your taxes. We do that for free. The link is in my bio to be able to do that. Super simple. We schedule a 30 minute call and we do a Zoom. I ask a bunch of questions to figure out how we can help. And then I can tell you what that looks like to work together. Option two is to join the wait list for the new course that I am putting out as of October 1st, where I'm going to be releasing over the coming months the modules of that course. Each module is going to provide additional information on how you can reduce your taxes with more of a DIY method. I'll be helping you implement those things, putting that into your actual Tax return into your financials so that you're getting the benefit of that. It's going to be super powerful. You are absolutely going to want to be on that waiting list because I'm going to be offering a lot of discounts on that for my founders, the new people, the first comers to join my program. So those are the those are the options. Do a call with me or jump on the wait list for my course because either way, you're going to be. I can assure you, a level up from your peers that are not working with a progressive CPA and not arming themselves with knowledge. Like, I get it. I love TikTok. It's amazing. Instagram has some really great information as well. But little blurbs are not enough for you to know what you can and cannot do. So my desire with the course is to be able to give you enough information as well as the ability to ask me questions so that you can then implement those things and get the deductions before it's too late, before... December 31st, 2023. So with that said, thank you so much as always for um, joining in on listening to me today. Go leave me a five-star review if you would. Um, It helps my message to get out to more people, which is really what I want. I just want more people to have the knowledge that they need to reduce their taxes. So leave me a five-star review on Apple if you would, because that is so helpful. And with that said, thanks again. And I cannot wait until the next episode.